Money is just like a jealous lover. Ignore it and it will ignore you. Or worse, it will leave you for someone else who makes it a priority. This is my favorite quote by Grant Cardone. You and I know that making smart financial decisions can be challenging. But in 21st century, financial freedom is no longer just for the 1% wealthy. It is for you and me. The question is, how do we find time, avoid making painful mistakes, and find the best resources to help us reach our financial goals? Join me on my journey helping busy families figure out how they can gain financial confidence and clarity, get actionable tips, and learn from the best experts on how to stop trading time for money. My name is Anna Shurgunina, and welcome to the Money Boss Podcast. Hey, Money Boss. Welcome back to the Money Boss Podcast. My name is Anna Sergunina, and I'm your host. Thanks so much for tuning in today. I want to chat about money dates. This is a cool topic that I think most of you never heard about. Traditional dating, yes, that's out there, that's popular. But what do you actually do on the money date, and why is it important to your overall financial health? And over the years, I've heard all kinds of reasons and excuses, right, from clients and friends and whoever, of why personal finances that they were managing were not in order. They couldn't make money or they couldn't make enough of it. They couldn't save enough of it. They're overspent. Um, and there's more excuses of reasons, you know, trickling from there. And the best part of that is that I also started to realize that as 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 I was hearing all of this or seeing this around, um, that I started to fall for those same reasons and excuses myself, right? And I knew that because I decided at some point that I was in charge of my own finances, right? I was my, the boss of my money. I needed to figure out a way to stay that course. And that's how the idea of a money date was born. I was already well into running our own financial uh, system when you and I officially transitioned and moved to uh, living in California. And um, because things were you know, running on autopilot and didn't really need a whole lot of attention, it felt good at the beginning, right? I set up our own uh, money flow system and um, I felt good about it, but there was this void where I needed to have a conversation. I wanted to discuss, right, or even just think and review um, with my significant other what was going on. And as I started to look more into this, I came up with a framework that um, I found really rather useful and not intimidating in terms of, hey, let's have a conversation about our finances, right, but more about yeah, we need to discuss what's going on. Let's think of it as a money date, right? Because everybody gets excited when you talk about dating. And, you know, these kinds of conversations can be done in, in you know, in a fun atmosphere. You don't need to be really strict and formal about it. But if you can think of it um, in that kind of a format, then it really changes um, even your mood, right? Because let's say, so that's, I'm sure, the last thing you want to worry about. And so... As I was starting to get my my hands wet into this idea, um, 
I came up with this with this framework and I didn't want to overcomplicate it. I, I wanted something to be simple and, and easy and something I can actually stick to. So I've tried um, scheduling it on my calendar. I've tried to do all kinds of different things and I try different days of the week and, um, you know, over a cocktail and, you know, and over a dinner setting, uh, just whatever. I'm giving you these ideas because um it's really totally up to you. Whatever mood you're going to be whenever you're talking about your personal finances. But the idea here is you need to check in, right, and to see where you are. And here are the three things that are really kind of top of mind, right, from time to time. Now, I hold still until this day, and this is all begun in, um, in early 2012, um, but we hold these, these money dates um, uh, week on a weekly basis, right? Sometimes there are weeks when we just go so crazy and busy, we can't get to this, but at least I know that we have a conversation. So here are the three things that I also want to be in check with, with myself. Now, for those of you out there who don't have a significant other, right? And, uh, maybe the significant other doesn't want to participate. That's okay because you can always have a money date with yourself. It's really more the idea of making sure you are checking in with yourself. We talked about this on our previous episode of how doing something consistently, right, or having a particular focus in one area is going to create this magic, right? It's going to create these pathways in your in your brain where all of a sudden you're going to start seeing that it's possible. So don't be disappointed if there isn't a formal um, opportunity to have a date. This is really more about dating your money. And a lot of times topic of money is so private um, that maybe perhaps you don't want to talk to anyone. But here are the three things, okay? Are you ready to write them down? So you want to know on the weekly basis, right? And I, I'll, I'll explain to you why this is important on a weekly basis. But here are the three things. You want to know where your spending is at so far. So if this is the last week of the month, right, and we have four weeks um, already, you probably really should be getting to see a closer picture, right, of how how your overall spending went for the month. Now, there's lots of different ways to track this, right? I'm not going to go into a lot of details because we can talk about this on a separate separate episode. But really, where have you been spending your money? And I know a lot a lot has changed in our world over the last six months, right, with the pandemic we're going through and um, huge unemployment and, and just lots of changes in our lives. And so the, the spending is all over. That's just actually the topic that has been hot on everybody's mind. But I challenge you to look at it more frequently than just once a month, once a month. And I hopefully I hope you do that at least on a monthly basis. Um, so I just to kind of quick glance at what we do. I look at our spending uh, on a credit card because we have a credit card that we charge most of our variable expenses on. And I also look um, at my mint.com app. Now, second second item to check on is earnings. All right. Now, this has became an interesting one for us, um, for my family, for Yuri and I, just because both of us have variable income. So for those of you out there who have variable income, this is an interesting one um, because if you get, get a sense, right, from time to time, and again, it's um, it's really difficult for for those of you who are earning a living, you know, in the sales role. Maybe you're not earning your commissions on a consistent basis, and most likely you're not. Then having more frequent check-ins, right, 
allows you to have that clear picture. Now, I know that in the real estate world, because that's what Yuri, Yuri does, he's in commercial real estate, it is actually rather hard to ask him, hey, where are you going to get your next commissions check? And most of the times, that's the part of the conversation <laughs> I hold off to have. But still, still need to focus on that, right? And then the third part is savings, right? Now, I know that you guys have specific savings goals. Um, and if you don't yet, we're going to work on that. But how are you staying on track with that? Um, if you have set up automatic deposits, right, um, into certain accounts, whether it's your savings account or your check-in account, that's fine. But it's really more about that mental check-in and, and, and looking at things. Maybe perhaps you need to adjust something. Maybe perhaps you need to just revisit and make sure things are flowing appropriately. Maybe it's just a check-in and remind yourself that you are actually are working hard towards achieving your financial goals, right? So it's like these little teeny steps that you take on a consistent basis that are going to give you this sense of accomplishment um, and pride, right, that you're moving towards something bigger. Because these are the, these are the, the building blocks, right, of, the, found, of the, the solid financial foundation that I'm talking about. And if you're not seeing it, right, because there's just this big 800-pound gorilla in front of you, right, that mountain, and if you're not seeing it, these are the little mini steps that you can actually implement virtually, you know, without much effort, to help you um, to help you work on really getting the clarity. And so I um, practice this, as I mentioned before, um, doing this over, you know, different times of the day, uh, different days. And I found that Sunday afternoons, we're all kind of get in this mood, right? The weekend is about to end and um, Monday's coming and, you know, stuff like that. Maybe you can have a glass of wine and enjoy the conversation. But that's that has been the most, um, you know, the most available day in the week for me. I also, for the longest time, did it on Wednesdays because I used to run a show called Money Date. And so I really coincided the actual conversations, right, um, with Yuri uh, and, uh, you know, checking in with myself um, just because I, uh, I run, uh, run that show. So if anything you take away from this episode is that it's really going to get down to this. What is measured is really going to be improved. And so it is really up to you at this point, right, whether you want to have at least just a conversation of where things are or you want to really get down to and start seeing, okay, what is this path to financial freedom that I'm building for myself um, and, and how what can I do to make it even better? That's all I've got for today. Until next time, remember, you are the boss of your money. Hey, money boss. Thanks for tuning in today. If this episode did help you, be sure to share it with someone else you know will need it too. After all, smart financial decisions are for everyone. So don't be greedy. I hope I can help you even further by sharing with you how thousands of clients I worked with in my career over the last 16 years created their very own successful financial lives on their terms. It's hard for me to do this over an audio. And if you are ready to take the next steps, then go to MainStreet-Money.com to get your free resource guide to help you begin correcting the top six financial mistakes I see people make all the time, such as not having a clear 
idea what their financial goals are, not having a handle on spending and saving for the future, not knowing how to get rid of those debts, and of course, not having a strategy or plan how to protect your hard-earned money. Until next time, remember, you are the boss of your money.